Welcome to Liberty Tech on Tap, where we talk and you tap in. If you're at a place where you can kick back and relax, pause this, grab a cold one. We promise we'll be here right when you get back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Liberty Tech on Tap. This one's actually powered and brought to you by Cisco, and we have some some familiar faces on the uh, podcast. So, hello. Hi, this is Caitlin. I'm marketing manager here at Liberty. Hey, this is Charles. Um, I'm the chief operations officer here at Liberty Technology. There you go. So yeah, we're actually doing a episode one of a three-part um, podcast. I guess you could say like series. Series, yeah, yeah series. Um, and we're going to be talking about powering hybrid work and how Cisco can help you get there. So the first episode we're kind of focusing on our challenges with hybrid work, preconceived ideas, and who better to talk about it than Liberty Technology. So why don't you start us off, Caitlin? Hey, so happy to be here. This is a fun topic because we are going to get into one of my favorite technologies here at Liberty, um, which is some of our collab equipment. And we'll get into that, our collab platform. We'll get into that um, a little bit more. But I think one of the first things that comes to mind when thinking about hybrid work is not just the technology, but it's it's the whole atmosphere um, around it when it comes to how your employees are going to interact with each other, um, how we're going to get our job done, you know, away from the office. And it's it's simple, but there's actually, I think, a lot to it. And I think, Charles, you have some insight um, to that. Yeah, well, I mean, for a lot of folks, work from home, hybrid work kind of became a big deal, what, two years ago? Um, yep. And it was just kind of thrust upon everyone. Like, we had to figure this out. And it was just straight up work from home, not really hybrid work. Um, now that the world is kind of, I guess, returning to normal, if you can say that, um, we've, we're starting to get this hybrid work idea. Like, hey, some folks are gonna be remote. Some folks maybe either all the time, fractional, and we're trying to figure that out. And within an organization, that's something that they do need to look into because what the expectations are that an organization has for their hybrid work, their people, is gonna be huge. I think one of the preconceived ideas is that you can just automatically take your laptop home and start working. And I don't think that's reality. I think that poses a lot of complications. It would have been a lot easier um, and would have cut down on a lot of service tickets for us in 2020 if all you had to do was take your computer home and everything worked fine. Um, Yeah, I know they were saying when the pandemic first hit, most organizations weren't ready, right? to be on a hybrid workforce. So a lot of their teams were scrambling together to find all of these different collaboration platforms that worked for them. So you might've had a branch of your company that was using Zoom and then a branch of your company that was using Skype for meetings when that was around and stuff like that. So there's all these different things. And now that everything's kind of, wouldn't say slowed down, but now that everyone's realizing that it's a part of the business is a hybrid workforce, it's even more important to standardize all of your best products into one thing. Yeah, I think what we finally have gotten is the opportunity to think about what we're doing, a time to like evaluate what we have done. Because you're right, Joe. I mean, we we ran into some organizations that as we were finally like, hey, let's really, we've gotten past the worst of it. We're out of like, nobody knows what's going on and kind of getting back into our regular cadence. And we start looking at stuff and it's like, well, let's see. One department just sent me a Zoom Zoom invite. Another <laughs> department just sent me a WebEx invite. Another one is a Microsoft Teams invite. And these are all from the exact same organization. It's like, what's, what's going on here? And um, it causes confusion. I mean, your people can't really know what platform they're supposed to be using, or can they get very well educated on any one singular one? 
And in many cases, this costing a bunch of extra money. Cause I mean, at the time people were just using whatever, but now all of a sudden they got three platforms that they're potentially paying for and they're not experts in any of them. And it's just costing them time and money. And now we're finally being able to get organizations kind of more standardized. Um, the nightmare scenario is like, this is just shadow IT. Um, you just had all kinds of departments just using whatever worked for them. Um, and it has been a challenge to clean that up. We call that essentially what a unified communication and collaboration solution, right? And what are some of the things that people can expect? Let's say if we're talking about Cisco WebEx, we're talking about video and web conferencing, uh, audio conferencing, group chat, meetings, what other things uh, does Cisco offer? In I mean, that space? The, well, I mean, actually, the, I think the biggest thing is actually just the spaces because, I mean, that allows for just, again, the messaging, but also you can really quickly call a meeting within a space. And then I know we're going to touch on it, I think, in uh, one of the later episodes in this series, but um, the collaborative whiteboarding is has is amazing now and has come so far from where it was probably about three or four years ago, where you've got great endpoints that will actually allow you to do that from your desk um, or from your computer itself if you don't need, if you don't want that endpoint. And the collaboration side of it is great. It's not just a, oh, look, here's a presentation that one person's annotating. Like, everyone can contribute. It's easy to save. It's easy to find in the future. And can I jump in here for those that are not quite as technical? <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> the word spaces, we're, we use that term loosely because we're very familiar with it in the WebEx world. Um, group messaging, basically, are spaces. So spaces can equate to a group message. So a space is just essentially one big group message with a whole list of people in it. Um, and so that's what we're referring to when we say the word spaces. Yeah, and what's great with those two, I mean, you can have, um, from a security perspective and controlling your information, it can be just internal. It can just be with your internal resources, but it's also very easy to um, create spaces that are accessible to the external folks. We've got several of our clients that we've got spaces where we um, have our key uh, points of contact in, um, VIPs, that sort of thing, so we can keep them apprised of situations. Like we had one platform that kind of had a major outage this morning, and most of the messaging we got out was via uh, WebEx messages as opposed to having to do a bunch of phone calls or email, and it was just a lot easier to have that collaborative, collaborative interaction. Yeah, and that's a good point. I think when you bring up like the key criteria for hybrid work and a UCC is essentially, is it the flexibility? Is it flexible? Can I talk to people when I need to and meet when I need to with people inside and outside of the organization, right? Is it inclusive? Can I uh, bring everyone from different geographical locations or might speak different languages and things like that or might be with technology in a different way, might have a different understanding of it? And then the well-being that the employees have using the platform. I know people... Say it's just one meeting after another, after another, and before you know it, you're talking about fatigue, right? Yes. And if the solution and the and the collaboration environment isn't intuitive, and doesn't uh, doesn't have good audio and good video, it, they say you know bad audio is one of the first things that drives fatigue down quickly, especially for employees. Yeah, and that's um, I know like I'm not sure about all the platforms, but I know with uh, Cisco WebEx in particular, I mean, it does everything it can to optimize for audio, like that, like if you'll notice that the first thing will happen if a meeting starts getting choppy is it will kill the video or lower the video quality so that the audio stays consistent. And I think um, to just kind of back up at a high level here, we're not just talking about work from home. Like when the pandemic started, that was the goal, work from home, because you needed to be home. But hybrid work 
is more than that. Hybrid work is people working from any location. So maybe that morning you start out in the office and you need to take a quick trip home during lunch and work the rest of the day from from home. Is that possible? So hybrid work is any location. It's not just at home. It's the transition from the office to home or the coffee shop or the doctor's office, you know, waiting room seamlessly. Well, and that location is one thing, but also even device. Um, being able to easily use whatever device is convenient for you at that location. Like myself, I've got my MacBook that I use when I'm in the office and when I go on site, but when I'm at home, um, I typically use my Windows PC that I've got there. Um, I know our uh, our CEO and founder, uh, Ben Johnson, he uses an iPad most of the time. Um, but when he's at home, he's got his, his MacBook that he likes to use, or sometimes it's just off of his phone. So again, enabling folks to be able to work with anywhere with whatever device that they need that they kind of feel is the best thing to get the job done is a big part of the hybrid work. I think one of the big things about hybrid work too is the security of it, right? When you have more people working from different locations on different networks and devices, I think the company's risk to threats grows, right? And Cisco, I think, is one of the front runners when it comes to security and encryption to their to their platform, their messaging and all sorts of things like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go, go ahead, Caitlin. Yeah, so um, we actually, on our next episode, are going to get more into the technical piece of that. But I want to touch on the fact that free is not always good enough for hybrid work. And a lot of times that security component and having a secure platform and solution does not come along with a free solution. So earlier, Charles, you referenced spending lots of money on, you know, all these different platforms. We're using Zoom, we're using Skype, we're using Meetings. Well, what's even scarier than that is the free platforms. So we're not, you know, the security piece comes along with one that you're going to invest in, but free is not always the best. Yeah, and the free platforms, there's usually limitations to those, or again, your data might be sold. Um, Cisco, the Cisco WebEx platform is probably the most mature platform out there when it comes to particularly doing meetings. Um, And it's designed with security first and foremost. Um, so usually Cisco, I mean, they're great with getting updates out and whatnot for features, but they sometimes lag behind a little bit. And that's because they want to make sure things are secure. They don't want to give you like that new ability to share whatever um, documents or who knows what it may be next this coming up um, if it's not going to be secure, because that's the last thing that they want to have happen. And I mean, they did actually internally. I mean, this is what, today's the August 12th. It just kind of came out that they recently had a security breach. Um, And it's a big deal, um, but Cisco is still one that really cares about security, and that's where they start all of their platforms these days. So we've touched a little bit on preconceived ideas, some aspects of technology that's needed when it comes to to switching to hybrid work, kind of how we ended up here. Um, almost overnight, it seems, but it's been about two and a half years now, and we're in the world of hybrid work. So what are some of the things, um, not looking at it necessarily from a technology perspective, but more so just person, you're dealing with people here. Mm -hmm. So what are some of these things, some of the things um, in terms of, you know, employee policies and devices that you might need to think about? Yeah, a lot of of the hybrid work stuff is actually a, a human resource and HR challenge just as much as it is a technology challenge. So having those good expectations of what's expected with hybrid work, because you can't just say, go work from home and necessarily expect the same level of productivity or even maybe the same work get done. Um, The other thing too, is just keep in mind who you're enabling 
hybrid work for. Um, it's a personality thing. Like I work, um, I do hybrid work maybe one and a half, two days a week. Just that's what I need for some stuff that I have going on at home right now. And I can go ahead and tell you, I am not nearly as productive when I'm doing hybrid work. Um, I function much better in the office um, and would prefer not to have to worry about the hybrid work, but it's just where, where my life is right now that I, I need to do that. And so making sure that the folks that you're sending home are, you know what you're gonna get from them. Though I've worked with other folks, they do hybrid work and they will work 10 times better working from home. And you just kind of let them do that and just have the occasional check-ins. Yeah, employee engagement for sure is a thing. And being sure, like you said, that the people that are working from home, they're responsible enough as an employee to still get the job done. I feel like there are days where I'm certainly more productive working from home. I don't know what that is. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millennial, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Almost edge of, what's the generation after? Is it Gen Z that's after? I mean, I've or, heard a lot. It's like zillennials. Yeah, there's all yeah. different Zoomers or whatever. <laughs> there's a bunch of different terms I've, I've heard. For I'm everybody. right on the border, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But, um, yeah, just making sure your employees are, are engaged. And if there's any kind of device policy that you need to put in place um, when it comes to what devices they're actually taking home, um, that's a security aspect of it, I think. Yeah, and, and for me personally, it's like it, what took me a little bit, and I've gotten better at it, is identifying what work I can do better from home versus the work that I need. I know that I do better at the office and trying to make sure I prioritize that work when I'm at home. So like I'm work, I've got a client that I'm working, helping them with a large presentation they need to give to their executive board. Well, this is kind of something we'd quote unquote say, I need to go heads down for, like I really just need to focus on. So I've been trying to do the majority of that work on my work from home days, just because there's not as many distractions. Um, because while my phone follows me everywhere, um, I don't necessarily have people coming up and asking me direct questions. Um, it's in it's in a message that someone would might send me that asynchronous communication is a little bit easier to oh i'll get to that when i've got a second unless that someone says it's urgent um so recognizing that's been helpful for myself yeah and i think you know remote work will cause dramatic shifts in it hr and facilities and when you look at like the hr side that brings up you know your employee experience the time management the employee morale and well-being right so some people do really well working from home um, majority of the time and then some people don't they need the employees around them and they need the experience to be in the office yeah uh, no now granted my, my wife she's not working right now she's she's a student but I, she has discovered that about herself that I mean she probably could not do work from home because she just craves that um, interaction with other people um, when when I was work from home during COVID for a month or two like it would drive her crazy because she wanted to interact with me and I had to keep telling her, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working right now. Um, like I'm on a call, I'm on a meeting and like it would drive her, it would drive her crazy probably just work from home with like no one else really there. Yeah, and I think that, you know, being able to have a good audio and video platform helps with that. So you can actually feel like you're in the room with the person. So like meetings where cameras are off and not as popular in WebEx meetings because it's all about feeling like you're there. They have things like hot desking to where you can move between devices very easily and seamlessly. So it helps the user experience be better um, for the employee. Yeah, I certainly think that the platform makes a difference because um, WebEx having, you know, kind of the three-in-one, if you will, the calling, meetings, and messaging, it really helps 
Um, it helps me stay focused. I'm not checking messages here and chats there. Um, everything's kind of all in one place. My, my calls come through my WebEx app. So it just kind of makes it easy too when you have a platform that you can rely on from device to device, you know, whatever it is you're working on, whatever means of communication you need for that, for that time. Yeah, and a lot of things we'll go into in a later episode are comparisons between some of the other platforms like Zoom and Microsoft and how WebEx, Cisco can do a better job than them and how they are, they're a big improvement. So what other things do you guys think are important to a hybrid workforce and how Cisco can help you drive a, a good one? Well, it takes a little bit more work, but one of the big things that, I, that I've, I've noticed is where you can start getting um, some interesting bot integrations going in some of the spaces. Um, you kind of have to have someone that's a little bit more technically minded to get those wired up or see if you uh, maybe you're using a platform that already supports it. But like we've got a really cool one that we worked with a company with to help us build out that gives us a wonderful alert every time that we have a new ticket come in um, and folks can actually assign themselves. They can click on links to get more information or ask the bot for help. Um, what we've recently added some uh, poll bot to a couple of the channels that we've got so that if someone's just wants to see what everyone thinks, they can quickly do that. Um, we've got another really cool one that with our kind of employee recognition um, software, recognition is that the word i'm looking for um bon bonusly yeah um, we've got the we've got the channel that whenever someone gives little micro bonuses to folks it lets everybody know what's going on so those can those can be really helpful um in kind of developing workflows around your collaboration platform agreed if you can tie your your work your hybrid work platform your communications platform into other workflows and parts of how you do business i think it just kind of trains your employees to get used to that and you know just helps with the overall environment it just ties it all in together yeah and when i think cisco especially it has excelled at is it's a full communication stack which is including contact center something that we're actually adding to our platform shortly which i'm very excited about you know advanced intelligent meaning uh room devices so things like being able for the camera to follow you, the person who's talking, they're actually this really cool feature coming out soon where they'll actually break people into uh, different grids and zoom in on that person. So it almost looks like they're joining from different areas. Uh, there's end-to-end -end encryption on all your devices, including your telephone. So that's for if security hopefully is at the number one priority for your business. Uh, they're excel at that. You're talking about easier device management. So getting device in, how easy it is it for your internal IT or your MSP to roll that device out to somebody or be able to swap that device out to somebody else. And then their WebEx events is just amazing for large meetings, you know, having a whole bunch of people capable of joining at one time. What else do you guys think? Have anything else we, uh, I mean, there's a whole bunch to talk about with Cisco WebEx, but just the features you want people to know about if they're, you know, coming across this podcast and they're like, okay, brought to you by Cisco WebEx. What, uh, what is this? What, if I wanted to get involved with a Cisco WebEx platform, what do you think are some initial steps I should take or homework I should do before I create that journey, let's say? Hmm. So if you're stumbling upon our, web, our, our podcast here, what, what, what should you be doing? So measuring where you are, I think, is the first thing, right? So where do we sit now? What do we use? Where do we want to? What do we want to get to? What is the ideal world that we want to live in? Um, you know, I think those are the two most important things. Yeah, I mean, do that hard look at the various platforms you already have for sure, because there's probably some overlap, um, or not necessarily overlap, but where Cisco can help unify unify things for you. Um, I mean, that's something we do internally all the time, like as we're evaluating tools for 
the work that we do is like we're we've got one new platform we're looking at for backups but it may also they've got some stuff around security as well so we might be looking to condense platforms so we have we can be more skilled in one platform um it then gives us usually savings because we can do things in bulk um and it's just one less vendor we have to manage and the same is true of collaboration if you've got one vendor for calling one vendor for messaging another vendor for meetings well i mean you can probably consolidate all those down and save yourself a bunch of time money and headache yeah and i think one of the other things i love about the cisco webex platform is the ability to integrate with all the other platforms so let's say you want to be able to join a you know a teams meeting from a cisco endpoint device or you want to be able you know to join um a zoom meeting those integrations are available to be able to use that and you know being able to walk into a room and your device automatically see the endpoint and be able to connect is a really cool feature as well yeah cisco's been really good about living up to kind of their building bridges promise um because a lot of the other collab suites kind of want to keep you isolated on their little island and um cisco actually has done a great job of bringing connecting those islands together through in particular the the webex endpoints i think too when you think about how Cisco WebEx can help your business. It also makes you look more professional in a lot of ways. You know, when you say that the, um, they say the first impression is the biggest impression, I guess you could almost say. So it's like when you're, are you wearing something correctly to the right meeting? It's kind of the same thing with, with a meeting. Like if I get invited to like a webinar or let's say just a basic conference call with a, with a platform and the experience, the audio is bad, the video is bad, and it's just not a seamless, easy to connect it kind of gets you a first impression of who you're working with. And I think with Cisco WebEx, it kind of gives you a, a wow factor, that whoa moment, like, you know, they got it together there. Yeah, I've, and I've, I've seen some um, some very eclectic and unique uh, designs when I've gone out to places trying to make, um, say, Zoom or Microsoft meetings work and not wanting, not, if folks that didn't already have WebEx and didn't know that, hey, the WebEx endpoints can facilitate that stuff for you so yeah it definitely does uh change the um perception of who you're working with yeah so i think that wraps this one up and that's our episode one of a three episode series about uh cisco webex and platforms so thanks so much for listening guys and we'll catch you on the next episode see ya bye